Pointless Rewind. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, me too. If someone listens to this, what do I say I'm doing switching Pointless Rewind from movies to Seinfeld? You came to talk to me. I'm a big Seinfeld fan. What do you do? I'm a podcaster. You're a podcaster? I'm not. I don't see podcasting coming from you. I suppose you could be a podcaster. I never said I was the podcaster, just something else. All right, they're not even going to ask if they listen to this, which is remote. Well, what do you want me to say? Because, because this, this is, is a is pointless, pointless rewind. Scott, <laughs> way, to, way to completely botch that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I saw, I, saw, I saw him looking at his phone. I saw that too. <laughs> How can, you can't even see my phone. I saw you looking down. Either maybe you're looking, I had you looking at. Maybe I have this plane ticket that I've been looking at. <laughs> oh, yeah. Scott's like, I gotta, I gotta find my seats. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Pointless Rewind, a podcast where we rewatch, rehash, and rewind our way through TV shows and movies from our past. And if you guys noticed, I did that a lot smoother because I finally fucking wrote that down. So. Uh, Yes, bravo to me. Congratulations. Thank you. But I'm Chandra Ravindran. Got Eric Swordlove. Hey. (laughs) And Scott Ellenbrock. Hello. Sounds like after 20 plus episodes, we still have not gotten the intro down (laughs) at all. (laughs) That's fine. We're we're doing Seinfeld Season 1, Episode 2, The Stakeout, which confused everyone here because Scott watched the wrong episode. No, Scott watched the wrong episode. No, it's actually episode four. Of I the watched, watched the right episode. You watched yeah, the wrong episode. Scott, Scott watched the actually scripted second episode, Mail Unbonding, exactly. which is the second episode on the DVD, but we they aired the fourth episode second, which is what we want. Which is the stakeout, so we had to uh, delay by 30 minutes while Scott rewatched it. So for everyone who's confused now, the studio changed the order of the episodes, so we watched the real second episode. Or not the real one, but we watched the one that aired second. Scott watched watched the fake one. No, you watched the real one and then you watched the fake one. Me and Eric just watched the (laughs) fake one like four times this week, and again just now. And we we recorded a pretty half-assed audio commentary on it, which which will not be released to anyone. (laughs) All right, well, what do you guys think in general? Like, just general thoughts. You guys like the episode? So, John, yeah, we, they... we were talking – sorry to cut you off there, Scott. But yeah. we he, were talking he, said, about this... he said, yeah, and you cut that off somehow. <laughs> <laughs> That's you what cut... I do. That's what I, know, I do, you man. You cut off the one word he said. Let's let Scott finish. Yeah, and – That's what oh, I, I was, what was going to say. Gonna... <laughs> son of a – I will kill you. <laughs> Go ahead, my friend. No, you know, know you go ahead. I'm not going to be interrupted again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric, go ahead. All right, fine, I will. So, so anyways, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Eric. So all I was going to say is this episode um, is basically introduction to Elaine, and that's why they switched the order. And even though it's, um, you know, it may not be the original order, it's very fitting. And for people who, like Chandra, who love the show for a long time they find this episode a little boring because they don't think it fits but you know they needed this to to get her in the show because she's not in the pilot yeah well that was so great my... that was that was commentary from eric from also from Tanya. <laughs> i know so that was pretty, pretty good <laughs> I, I, was, I was gonna <laughs> Two say birds with time, one stone on that one uh, next time i'm gonna ask like what'd you guys think of this episode and then what'd you guys think that Chandra thought about this episode <laughs> <laughs> 
gentlemen. Thank you, Eric. That basically summed up my feelings pretty well. Because, I mean, like, this episode's fine. Like, it's good. Like, I liked it more than the pilot. But uh, I also think it's slow as hell and has, has some really great moments. But then it's got, like, it's really plot-heavy for a Seinfeld episode, which is weird to me. But uh, what about you, Scott? Is your answer just yeah? No, I, I liked uh, I, the the thing that I think my favorite thing about the episode was the emergence of Art Vandalay. Or yeah, that is or art core or whatever. Yep, his name and is. and, and is, George as an architect. That is like one of the architects. That's and true. it's like unexpected about how early it comes. Like, because I don't like just the fact that uh, that originated so early in the show is pretty shocking. Art but, uh, core. <laughs> well, so let's talk about George then, because he's only in one scene. So, did you guys like? I thought he was like. Whereas he was, I think we talked about how he's like. Uh, either over the top or just weird in the first episode. He like in his one scene is awesome in this episode. Oh, spot on. Yeah. He's like almost perfectly. He's basically got George like under his belt right there. And then like, uh, and granted this is the fourth episode that was filmed. So maybe he got used to it more, but uh, he's hilarious throughout the scene. Like all his neuroticism and his like, his like his anxiety over like, just like, and like, he's so excited to be like introduced as an architect and like, uh, and when uh, he's like, please let me let me do the architect. I can do it. And then he's so proud of himself when he uh, introduces himself. It's uh, perfect, George. And then he's obviously didn't think it through though when uh, when Jerry's uh, love interest uh, asks him like, what do you do? Also typical. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think? Yeah, George is. Uh, I think George, like I said in the first one, I didn't like him because he was a little too over the top. But yeah. he's definitely become the George that. Everyone knows and loves or hates, depending on how they feel about him. But uh, this this episode is like, yeah, the the beginning of the George that is yeah. that is awesome. I don't think anyone would hate this version of him. He's still like he's like probably annoying to somebody. He's just like a kind of a he's just like a, I don't know. Like uh, I, I just love when Jerry's like thanking him for coming along, and he's like, "You think I would miss this?" <laughs> you know, I was good. thinking about that, and I was like, "I wish I had a friend like him that when I go do something stupid, I'm like, hey, you should come join me, sitting outside some random girl's work." And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm there." Like, that I need would a friend be, like that. That you got two of them right here. It's just we live like thousands of miles away from you <laughs> all right next time i'm staking someone out in houston i'm gonna give you guys a call how Sounds often have good, you staked man. someone out uh <laughs> do i know that for real or uh <laughs> I, would, I would like to know it for real uh yeah like like recently i was uh, i met someone and then i left yeah. where they were and i was like you know what they're gonna go back to this spot so i'm just gonna go there and kind of hang out and make yeah. an excuse for being yeah. there and this was, you know, within the last year. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still still trying that. It, it worked for. What was yeah. the spot? The lobby of an office building. <laughs> uh, probably the exact opposite. It was the. I'm, I'm guessing a restaurant or a bar or something, which makes a lot more sense. I don't know. That's the opposite. The opposite. Yeah. What is the, the opposite? Like the in, like the center of the universe, like the nexus of the universe. Like wait, the roof. <laughs> what? I guess. I mean, like the roof of like a. I don't know. Of like uh, the roof of like a barn. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's probably the uh, opposite that, of a yeah. lobby of an office building. I'm wondering if this uh, woman you were talking to was even of the correct species, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this seg- segueing into an X Files podcast? Possibly, yeah. So anyway, episode three of the X. No, nah, just kidding. All right, so 
All right, we sort of talked about the stake-up part, so let's... This would be the best day of Chandra's life if that was actually the case. If we started talking about the... I should just start talking about the X-Files and be like, yeah, sucks for you guys. Scott already watched the wrong Seinfeld episode, so we might as well talk about the X-Files. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Jerry, though, because we talked about the stake-up. I watched the right one! Stop saying that, okay? Well, I probably should have clarified it uh, been clear about it in the text chain but uh all right so i thought you ta- were saying we're gonna watch the episodes as they were created not aired <laughs> i would never have said something so specific and odd but uh that is yeah, especially because we were joking about it all week and <laughs> was, yeah well this is my i will say it was my fault because i was gonna text like there's like the production order is different from the airing order so let's watch this episode but then i was like because eric watched the right one i was like ah scott's probably got the order too and i just don't feel like Typing all that. So, uh, yes, I screwed everything up. My bad. But anyway, what did you guys think of Jerry? He was good. He was good. Yeah, I liked, uh, I mean, the way that his, like, inner monologue was hilarious. And I'm like, yeah, that's very true. It's like, oh, what do we have here? I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I'd be thinking. And then someone annoying is talking to you like, oh. Someone annoying. Your (laughs) ex-girlfriend. Well, that's the th- like that's the thing about Jerry's story here is like again like the first episode it's like relatable like uh, everyone's like been interested in some like you know someone like and been like having this inner monologue and I don't know like uh, the, if the specifics are the same but it's like always trying to figure out what's going on yeah so I liked Jerry and I was telling Eric while we were watching it just now like I may have said Jerry is a bad actor in the first episode and. I don't think he's a great actor, but he's actually like he's Jerry Seinfeld is not an actor, but he's he does. I think he delivers lines really hilariously, like with that high pitched voice. And he has like these great facial expressions that he like nails in that scene with like uh, during the inner monologue scene, especially when he turns back and he's like Simon benefit, benefit, benefit. And when he's like uh, when Elaine catches him and he's like got the ah crap look on his face. He's pretty good. And Simon Ben Robinson, Oppenheimer Tefts. Yeah, there's no way I can remember that. But uh, I will say Jerry's good, but I think the plot hampers him. Like he has like three or four really long, like plot oriented scenes that just drag, which doesn't feel like Seinfeld. The Scrabble one is okay because Kramer say like I, I, I feel like they put that there just because they needed Kramer in the episode. Yeah, exactly. And we let's talk about Kramer then because uh, like. That scene, that entire scene with his parents while playing with Scrabble, playing Scrabble. I actually prefer that to the first scene with his parents, just because I like the fact that his mom is like cheating at Scrabble, and like, <laughs> and is like a sore lo- and a complete sore loser. Like, I don't know if you guys relate to that, because like I've played with like my mom, and my mom is like in board games, and she's like not as she's not as like uh, good of a sport as I am, but uh, like I think like that scene is that scene's okay, but like it goes a bit long and Kramer's just in the background the entire time. Like Kramer literally has like three or four lines in the entire episode. Oh, it does come up with some ridiculous word. Yeah. His, his, his to quote someone is amazing. It's uh, like, yeah. When a, when a patient is being difficult, you quote them. <laughs> we need a medical dictionary. That's pretty great. But what, what do you guys think of Kramer is in terms of like, like, is there development from the first episode or is it I, just... I mean, he's, he's not in it enough to really say anything. I was going to say the episode just, I think it, I don't know if there was development, but it just kind of carried over that Kramer is, is pretty goofy and uh, he's hilarious. I mean, that his argument was the same argument that I make when I try to play like Scrabble <laughs> or, uh, with my family. 
I'm like, you uh, know, to clone something. Oh, man. That is such a Scott thing to do. I didn't even think of that as we were watching it. Like, yeah, just like, but except here's the difference. I don't think Kramer is lying, whereas I think Scott, Scott fully well knows, like, he's wrong. But Kramer, like, that's the thing. I was thinking as I was watching the episode, like, Kramer, like, comes up with all these bombastic ideas or whatever, but, like, you believe with, like, your entire heart that he believes it, uh, which is, I think, what makes is the magic of Kramer. But I think the episode would have been helped with a little bit more Kramer. But, again, I think season one, he's just not in it very much. But uh, I guess let's talk about Elaine then because she's, like, probably part of the main plot, but she's barely in it also. She's only in two scenes. No, she's in three. Never mind. She's in – okay, she's in way more than I just said. But what do you guys think of her? Because this is supposed to be, like, her introduction, I guess. You know, she's not super funny in this one. It's more just the introduction to her as a character. Like, why is she here? Yeah. And that's that was my problem. Like, it's not like so. And it's, it's a problem for me as a Seinfeld fan because I already know the characters. It's just like watching it. I'm like, if this was the second episode, it paints her as like almost like the typical ex, you know, the stereotypical ex-girlfriend where the Elaine from the show is way more fun. Like, is way less uh, one note and way more funny and like unique and so i feel like this that's why i feel like this episode does kind of like like i don't think it does elaine justice she just comes off as like whiny and like hung up on jerry right it's sort of like they have to get this out of the way so that we have the backstory that's really what it is yeah and that's the thing i don't think they needed to i don't think we needed the backstory but what do you think scott yeah this was definitely a way to get the backstory in and not to ruin the other episode that i watched (laughs) but just to to me, that was a better introduction of her. Yeah, so that's why I'm just going to leave it at that. No. But to I, me, I really liked the way that she was introduced in that one. No, we will spoil you that. Cause, <clears throat> okay, good. Yeah, like well, the, her, very first, her very first scene is just hanging out at Jerry's apartment and being like, do we have to, t-? like, he's like, what do you want to do? And she's like, and she's basically like, do we have to talk? I don't want to do it if we're, we have <laughs> yeah, to talk. Exactly. It's like, that's like sassy Elaine that like. That I, now, can, you know. can we get back to something just because I'm confused? That that one that Scott watched was actually aired fourth, right? Yes, I think it was aired because fourth. because I watched episode three and that was yeah. not it. So that one three, was filmed, three was George showing yeah. an apartment. That one was fi- so male unbonding was filmed second but aired fourth, and I don't know why they aired it after everything else, but like whatever the reasons. But I mean, it, it's just the studio wanted to get Elaine's backstory in. But I mean, studio meddling is the reason why Jerry and Elaine sleep together again in season two. Like, and that lasts for like all of one episode because it's a terrible oh, plot. Spoiler alert. <laughs> for, yes, so sorry. Sorry, Scott's a newbie to Seinfeld, apparently. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, so that's, the th- I think Eric, you said Elaine isn't really funny in this episode. She has like one great line. I think it's like, she's like, I don't appreciate you like, uh, like acting like I'm trying to sell you aluminum siding, which I think is a great you know, line. You know, you see, you see her character when uh, she's, She's yelling at Jerry, like, you had wood yeah. teeth. You, yeah. <laughs> you, you, not me. Yeah, you, you had wood teeth. That was a good one, right? Yeah. So I think they, I wish they, you know, this, I would have preferred this not be aired second. But again, I also didn't watch it in 1990, so I don't know why I care. So <laughs> it's always interesting watching, though, those like early 
early on episodes of a show and like they changed things like they changed Jerry's dad later on. Um, they made some changes yeah. to his apartment. Like I'm, I'm almost wondering, does he have a studio? Like why are his parents sleeping on the couch and he's sleeping at Kramer's? Is there no yeah. bedroom yet? <laughs> they definitely didn't. Yeah. They definitely update his, uh, his ha- apartment later. Cause I can't, is this apartment the same as the one in the pilot? It's different already, right? It's different. Cause I it's thought already in the pilot, he had a bedroom. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He did have a bedroom. Like that's what Kramer and George were complaining about him. Not, yeah. Uh, Cause he, he blew up girl. that air mattress for the girl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think the apartment definitely changes again because, I mean, the episode. And there's he, no he, decorations on the wall yet. There's no yeah, Superman stuff. Yeah. Well, no that, could be, stuff. That, that could just be someone living in their place adding to their decor. But, yes, I agree that it's still, you could still t- tell it's an early episode. But So let's talk about Jerry's parents because that's the introduction to them. But uh, what did you guys think of <laughs> Helen and fake Morty? <laughs> his mom is his mom is great. I like that she was cheating. That's hilarious. I know, and, and she looks like Jerry. To... I never realized she looks like yeah, Jerry. she does. Yeah, and I I don't really like his dad just because I'm used to the other one. But I mean, he's fine. Uh, but I do like how they're they're trying to give him advice. Yeah, and so they're like, tell you know, we'll help you out with this girl. So tell us about Elaine. He's like, you know, the yeah. the physical issue. Yeah, they're like, oh, <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I do just love in that scene that like. Jerry's dad just gives some horrible advice, and Jerry's like, "You know what? That's not bad." <laughs> well, it's like a—I re- think it's a real thing. Larry David did. He really staked out someone who he didn't know their—I think their name—and he just staked out their uh, their job or something. So I think a lot of like the first season, a lot of the show is based on Larry David's life, which that that takes a lot of guts. Like I wouldn't be able to—I would not be able to do that. I would like chicken out so quickly because I'd be like, "I don't know what I'm going to say." I would just get bored. Like, how long are you going to stand there? <laughs> That's why you have a friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. I mean, they're just talking about random stuff while they're they're making up names, making up uh, occupations. Oh man, it's so good. But yeah, so let's talk Jerry's uh, romantic interest. So that's something I want to talk every episode when they each of the characters have like hundreds of relationships. But what do you guys think of Vanessa? She's for me, she's like the most normal like relationship that jerry like most normal girl that jerry dates in the entire show as in she just seems like a normal real person which i thought was i, I think i agree good. with you there yeah incredibly normal yeah like definitely go ahead. definitely the most normal so far yeah and like but like she's not bad like her they're they're seeing like they're flirting in the during the the uh, birthday party actually seems like realistic like she like she's like funny and quirky or like she's funny and makes fun of him like jokingly about his masculinity which i think is hilarious it leads to one of jerry my favorite jerry lines was when he's like plus i'm, I'm wearing short sleeves i don't want to expose my my huge tattoos because that sounds like something i would say if and i then was when, then when he finds out she's a lawyer he he uh puts in that crack about a tattoo removal lawsuits yeah so that yeah that's so good that's so good i love jerry's humor it's so it feels like so much like my humor now, can I just ask, where is that bar? Because you invite me to a bar for someone's birthday, I would not yeah. expect like a super fancy restaurant or whatever like that. Yeah, I, I think Elaine lied to him and said like, like we're gonna go to a birthday at a bar, and like, cause is that what you actually call a bar? I wouldn't think so. I could be wrong, but I don't know. It's like maybe it's a wine bar. No, wine bars are not that classy either. That's literally a restaurant. And they're seated at a long table. Yeah. Uh... But Scott, me and Eric were talking about this. Do you think uh, Elaine got shafted with the trade? Like uh, Jerry just has to go to a birthday party at a bar and then Elaine has to go to a wedding? What do you think? Because I actually was like, is it really like most, a lot of people get excited to go to weddings to get drunk. 
I guess you could do that at a bar, but usually weddings yeah, are I mean, open, open bar. What else do you do at a bar? Well, but that's not open. <laughs> it's usually not open bar at a bar. Like it's not like you don't just get to go to a bar and be like, give me everything for free. If, if I was Jerry, I'd be pretty unhappy just because you walk into a bar and you know, like you were saying, it's super fancy and I'm like uh, I'm really underdressed. Like he's wearing jeans and everyone else is wearing like suits. And me and Chandra were talking about this. Jerry's almost like looking at his clothes when he walks in. Like you can tell he's like, what am I doing he, here? He does. He looks at his clothes and kind of like holds yeah. his jacket and tells someone yeah. like, I didn't know. <laughs> I, know. I love that. I don't know who he's talking to, but he's like, I didn't know. And then he gets nervous and starts rambling about it. How he didn't bring a gift. <laughs> yeah. I didn't bring anything. It's so relatable though. Cause that's the stuff. Like I'm always like, shit, I didn't bring anything. What am I supposed to bring something? What are they going to think? What's it? Oh no. What are you going to think about what I'm wearing? And like, I like that the guy who he's telling him, I didn't know what I like. And he's holding his shirt. The guy's just like, it's okay. But like, that's so real. Like I'm always self-conscious about stupid things like that. But, uh, all right, in general, what do you guys think worked in the episode? Like, what are what are the pros from the episode? Uh, you said this was a plot-heavy episode, but yeah. I think the plot worked. I mean, it was the plot was him meeting this girl and then you know trying to find her name, and that kind of led to the whole Art yeah. Vandalay and the conversation with his parents. Well, see that I would say that's actually the smaller plot. The bigger plot is he's afraid to talk to Elaine about other women. So I thought when I say it's plot-heavy, like the the stakeout plot, I think is great. Where I think it's plot heavy, I meant is like bigger, like larger Seinfeld cinematic universe nonsense, which is just the background of the characters. Like, so it's like such a long scene of Jerry explaining his relationship with Elaine. And then the worst scene for me, the worst scene in the episode for me is the last scene where he and Elaine figure out where they stand with each other. Cause it's just like, it's, it's not even a, there's like no jokes. It's literally watching two people like talking about, hey, how are we gonna, be friends when we used to date, but there's like no humor in it. It's just, but this goes, I, I mean, I guess it works cause it sets up that platonic joke with Plato, but the platonic joke is earlier. <laughs> yeah. The platonic joke sets up the conversation. But, but like I said, this is the way I view it is this. I said this before this episode is just getting the backstory out of the way. And it's still not, a, it's still a funny episode. It's not like a horrible episode, but it, you know, it gets it out of the way and then going forward, things can be how yeah. they should be. That the stuff that works, that Art Vandalay stuff is amazing because it sets up so much for the show. Going it set forward. up years worth of yeah. stuff. And George is just so good in that scene. Like me and Eric were joking as we were watching it. Like when, uh, with unprompted for, and for no reason, when he's like, "I'm I'm an architect." Like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> she didn't even ask him. He just gets nervous and blurts it out. Well, I don't think he, he gets nervous. To... I think he's like, "I want to bring this up," and then, but he's not expecting the follow-up question. Right, exactly. And I, well, like he, you know, he's asking Jerry for permission. Let me be an architect, and Jerry's yeah. like, "No, it's not yeah. necessary." And then he's just like, "I'm gonna run with it." And he just yells out, "I'm an architect." <laughs> so and Jerry's good. like, "Are you serious?" Okay. <laughs> and then he gets tripped up immediately on the first question, <laughs> first follow-up <laughs> question. What do you what What do you design? <laughs> uh, railroads. That's uh, so good. But uh, the other. My favorite joke, though, is the platonic stand-up. It's so good. Like, Plato coming up with platonic and, like, this is going to be huge. Or what does he say? He's like, I got this new thing. You, you take the girl out. You talk with them. You don't do anything. And you go home. What do you think? I think it's going to be big. Like, it's so good. <laughs> like, and Jerry, like, that's the kind of humor, like, I think Jerry Seinfeld's so good at. His delivery on those kind of, like, overly exaggerated lines that 
no one would if, say. If only he wasn't wearing that hideous jacket with whatever those white things are yeah, on I it. Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. what the, Those aren't like sequins or anything, right? Those are like... No, sequins are way like, cooler. It looked like pins. I don't know what it was. It looked like lint to me. It looked like, like specks like, of snow or dust or something to me. Uh, it's cocaine from the back area of the, <laughs> of the stand-up comedy. <laughs> like, all right. So any any other things that uh, stood out to you as good? We didn't even talk about the video store. Oh, man. How, how, could a, how could a podcast named Pointless Rewind skip the video store? Well... Seeing as we botched the fact, we didn't even do a skit last week, and Scott botched the uh, line today. We're well, not a very no, good I podcast. Didn't. You guys botched it. <laughs> so I guess two two things that really date this episode: his beginning joke about women writing the checks in line, which you know, I mean, like my mom used to do that at the store. Like I remember that. But uh, anyone younger now is going to be like, "What the hell is he talking about? You give me your credit card and you pay." Like, <laughs> like I understand checks, but like it. No one used. Yeah, but it used to be a thing. Ex- like you, yeah. it used to be normal back then. Do you go to the store, like the grocery store, and you pay with the check? You go to Radio Shack and you paid with the check. Like that yeah, was normal. I I couldn't even relate to the idea that women did it because I was like, there's my neither of my parents did it, so I was just like, uh, okay, I, I I could relate to that. Okay, one. so the joke actually worked for you. Did it work for you? Like, could you remember yeah, your? Well, okay. the one thing about the joke is even now, very rarely. But sometimes I'll be in the line at the supermarket, and the lady yeah. in front of me, you know, they'll they'll give her her total. And yeah. I'll see her open up a checkbook, usually an older lady. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh. And they're like writing it all. I'm like, ah, just just use a card. I know. It's so much I know. I've, I've learned to take deep breaths because I'm like, okay, these people are super nice people. I shouldn't be getting annoyed just because they're <laughs> holding me up. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if, we have any, if we have any listeners under 25, like they, they probably have no idea what he's talking about. Well, no, Scott said he's even now he'll see people. I mean, people. Yeah, but it's it's pretty rare. Eric, are you even listening to anything I'm saying? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like a young person sees an older person take out a checkbook and it just vanishes from their vision. No, but you know what I mean. It's not it's not like a normal thing anymore. That, that you know, is even true. if you see someone do it, you're looking at them like, "What the hell's wrong with you?" Like yeah, Scott that's just true. Said. that was exactly what I said. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. We got seven minutes left, but so like. The video store is the other thing that dates this is what you wanted to say, Eric. So run with it, that. It, it is. Um, I love that scene just because it's nostalgic for me. I miss going to Blockbuster. I do miss video stores, man. I miss like going – like I hate – Like you like, just pick up the boxes. You yeah. browse the title. I mean, yeah, you could do the same thing on Netflix, but no, you're just clicking with the, the remote. Thing. It's, it's not, not the, the same, same as picking up and all. holding the box. There's actually like a feeling of like going – out as jerry would have said last episode. and like if you pick a, if you pick up a bad movie at the video store you're stuck watching it it's not like you just hit cancel yeah. on netflix and next well, that's, that's that's a negative for video stores but i just liked i just loved going oh uh, but my point was it makes you choose wisely yeah yeah just like in the way the night at the end of the last crusade tells indiana jones <laughs> exactly you you rent a bad movie you have yeah. chosen Poorly. Wouldn't it suck if you choose a bad movie and then your face, you just age really quickly and your face basically deteriorates? Like, uh, to, uh, uh, if, if the movie's that bad, that might be a plus. <laughs> so, Scott, do you miss video stores? Uh, I mean, the one thing is, yeah, you'd go to a video store and you really didn't know what you were getting. I mean, you'd see a movie and you're like, this looks really cool. And it was kind of a adventure. And you, like you, you guys were saying, you can't, after five minutes, say, uh, next, which you can do on Netflix and anything else. Maybe I did rent it stuff differently than you guys, because I would always, like, rent stuff that I'd heard of. 
Like, oh no, or, I'd be I'd be like perusing for like yeah, twenty minutes, okay. like reading the box. Like it was like an adventure going to the video store. Yeah, sometimes it was things I heard of like people would talk about it, so I'm like, oh, I want to watch this. But there are times yeah. we went and we're like, I don't know, the new releases are not impressive. Yeah, you know what we want to see hasn't come out yet, so let's go through this section and find something yeah. that looks cool and hope that's good. Oh man, I do, but I just wasn't. miss I just miss the experience. I don't like it's so. I feel like it's so hollow just scrolling through Netflix because I'm just like, it just doesn't feel the same, which is probably sacrilege to all the younger audiences, the younger audiences who physically can't see checkbooks. But uh, Yeah, now we're going to lose viewers. Thanks. <laughs> or listeners. My bad. That's all right. Scott's fooling me. I think I always say viewers. Eric has never said <laughs> listeners in his life. But all right, so we got four, four minutes. Let's. What are the negatives in this episode? What do you guys think didn't work? Uh, platonic uh, relationships don't work. Trust me, I know. <laughs> I was gonna say, Scott, you probably that could you could probably definitely relate to that. <laughs> like, yeah, I was gonna say that scene with him and uh, Elaine. While you may not like it, it's very realistic. The last one. Yeah, getting yelled at by someone. I and... I, I think it's realistic. I just don't like it for Seinfeld because it keeps right. No, I know. Like, when I when I watch it happening to you nineteen times in a year, I'm laughing my ass off every time. <laughs> right. Basically, basically, you want your show about nothing, and this is actually about something. Yeah, exactly. That's oh, my that's thing. True. That's that's my thing. It feels like a bit too. It feels too normal to me. Like like give me like them at the Chinese restaurant just rambling about nonsense any day but uh yeah that's that's really the only thing that didn't work for me is just like the that kind of plot stuff slowed it down for me but uh other than that i think the episode's actually really good but so Wait, let's so, do what? so you were saying earlier that i do a better job of uh having to explain myself to women than jerry did than jerry did i no <laughs> no <laughs> you oh good god no <laughs> Jerry at least trying to communicate there. <laughs> Scout would just pretend the situation didn't even occur. <laughs> what elevator? Yeah. An office building. Yeah. I don't know any art vandalays. <laughs> so, Eric, what do you give this episode? I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. I think that's I think that's fair, right? It, I, I still enjoyed it. I would, yeah. Although I've already seen it like five times this week. Uh, at yeah. some point in the future, I would watch it again. Not now. But yeah. <laughs> Scott, what about you? Uh, I'm going to give it a five out of ten because this is not really the second episode. So there's a lot of lies in here, right. and uh, I've experienced this platonic relationship. So no, so five out of ten. So I give it a since I do mine by the hundred point scale, <laughs> seventy four out of hundred. Good episode, just too plot heavy. But I think the platonic relationship joke and the uh, art vandalay stuff. But since we have such a short time. Guys, what has this been? A pointless, a pointless rewind. rewind.